Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Now budgeting. It can be annoying. It really can be. It's not one of my favorite things to do, but we all got to do it. And so that is why it's so important to find a method that you actually like to do. But this can be hard. How do you go about figuring out what's going to work for you? Whenever I'm stuck on the topic of budgeting and I want to figure something out, I want to get some ideas, some motivation. I turned to my This Is Awkward co-host, Allison, to get her thoughts. And this is what she had to say when I brought up the topic of budgeting, especially right now when things are really expensive. I definitely think that there are different guidelines that can be really helpful, especially for anyone who's a beginner. But I'm a big fan of finding something that's going to work for you. Like, for instance, Chris, you and I, we talk a lot about money and the way I budget very vastly different than the way you might budget. (laughs) And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If I tried to budget the way you budgeted, it would be a square peg round hole situation and I would be frustrated and I would give up. So instead of saying there's this answer that fits everyone and here it is, here is exactly step-by-step what you do. I personally like to present many different options because every person's financial situation is unique. The amount of money we make is unique. Our expenses are unique. The time frame of when we are getting paid and when our bills are due is unique. So what works for me might not work for you. And that's totally okay. Do you like any particular style to start off with? I think when it comes to understanding really how much money you should be spending, the 50, 30, 20 budget is great. 50% for needs, 30% for wants, 20% for savings and debts. That's a really good way for you to see, okay, am I over, like incredibly overspending in one area? Is it an end-all be-all guide for people? No. And then I personally like handwriting my budgets. It, you do. You're a very old person. You're 80 on the inside because you writing on paper with a pencil and a, a pen you dip in the ink and all that it, stuff. Pen I dipped in ink. <laughs> I it's a feather, okay, that I dip in ink. <laughs> Just get it right. There's something about it for me that is very enjoyable in the process. I've seen your spreadsheet situation. And it just seems very (laughs) overwhelming. So I personally like handwriting. I track my expenses. I handwrite my budget. I look back at how much money we spent on expenses. So that way I can make sure that the amount I'm budgeting for gas is realistic based on the cost of fuel and how much we travel. So for me, I'm very much a paper pen kind of girl with my little whiteout. Like I have a specific whiteout I use. I have a specific pen I use. But really those things make it enjoyable for me. I enjoy it. I sit with a glass of wine. I play music and I enjoy the process. The moment you start not enjoying the process and you start dreading the process is a little red flag or a light bulb in your mind that says, this might not be the way for you. Mm -hmm. This might not be the process that you should be doing. And that when you start feeling that way, try something different. Oh, okay. Yes. Because it it shouldn't be. Well, I mean, sometimes dealing with money is going to stress you out a little bit. Of course. You can't avoid that. But it shouldn't be a pain to say, oh, let me go and, you know, look at what I've spent so far, check in on this stuff. And like you said, for you, it's a pen and paper for me. I love Excel. So I'm, gonna, I'm more than happy to op- update my Excel spreadsheet. Yes. So, yeah, it is. That makes so much sense at finding a method. There's not only just whatever budgeting style you choose, whether it's, you know, you got cash envelopes, you go to mm-hmm. 50, 30, 20, you, you love to use a credit card, you lose a debit card, whatever method you like. But it's also 
finding a system of kind mm-hmm. of keeping up with all that that you like, because that can really turn you off from even going to look at it if you're just dreading opening up Excel, because you don't have to do that. Exactly. The moment you decide you'd rather do laundry than work on your budget <laughs> is the moment that you realize, okay, maybe I need to try out something that fits more with my personality and that I can connect with better. Allison mentioned the 50-30-20 budget method, which is one of my favorites and one of my go-tos when someone's like, ah, I don't really like to budget, but I know I need to. What should I do? I always throw that one out there. But I want to go even deeper into the budgeting rabbit hole and find some out-of-the-box methods for some ideas that I can share with you all. If you're stuck and you're like, look, I've tried some of those other ones. They didn't really work for me. You got something new? I think I got a couple ideas. So tell me what you think about these. I came across these budgeting techniques in an article called 10 Unusual Budgeting Methods to Try When You've Tried Everything Else. It seemed perfect (laughs) for what I was looking for. Uh, It was on a website called moneyunder30.com. I never knew of this site before. So, hey, shout out to them for giving me a couple ideas to work off for this episode. Out of the 10 on there, a few I had been familiar with already, but there were two in particular that stood out to me. The first one was the no budgeting method. This one stood out because obviously, look, who doesn't want a method that doesn't involve budgeting? <laughs> but it's kind of a, I don't know, it's like a loose name for this. There's there's some budgeting involved, but the way they approach it is uh, pretty unique. Something maybe I would have tried a long time ago if I would have known this existed. Basically, at the beginning of the month, you sit down and you just pay all your bills at once. And then you transfer any money you want to go to savings and then you want to go to your retirement. You get all that done right at the beginning of the month. So then you can just do whatever you want with what money is left in your bank account. Obviously, this is a lot easier if you're paid one time a month, because if not, you got to do some juggling around to shift maybe some money into savings to hold it over because you're a one paycheck each month is not enough because you wait for the second one. So it can get complicated. And this may not be the best option for you if you can kind of get lost in the complexity of trying to make this work based off of the way you're paid. Uh, so that's one thing to keep in mind. And also, you just got to make sure that you pay all of your bills at the beginning of the month before you start spending all that money, because you could end up in a situation where you've had a great time for the rest of the month and realize, oh, I forgot to pay the light bill or something like that. And you don't have to start pulling from your savings. On the topic of pulling from your savings, it may take some practice to not run out of money by the end of the month and need to maybe pull from your savings or pull out the credit card, because that's an adjustment. Like for me, I used to be paid twice a month for pretty much my entire working career. And then about a year ago, I switched to being paid once a month. And let me tell you, this was an adjustment. It was not easy. I for sure had some months in there where I ran out of money. (laughs) I had to turn to my savings because I was not used to budgeting this way at all. So keep that in mind if you choose this method. The other unique method I came across, which I I think I've heard versions of this before, but it kind of just slips my mind whenever I'm thinking of budgeting, is the paycheck method. And so this is for people who are paid two or more times each month. And basically, you just create a budget for that period of time between your paychecks. And so this may require you to move some of the due dates for your bills around so that you have enough money during each pay period. Because if typically you pay all of your bills like towards the beginning of the month, you may not have enough money in one paycheck to cover that to then be able to budget separately for the second paycheck. And a lot of companies allow you to do this. You can just call up your phone company and say, hey, can I move my bill from the 10th to the 20th? Or the electric company say, I need to shift it from the 15th to the 5th. You know, they allow you to do these things. There may be some adjustments in your billing that could get a little weird for a month or so, but typically they allow you to do this. I like this method because sometimes dealing with smaller time frames is a lot easier. Like planning for two weeks can be a lot easier than planning for the whole month. And so even if for your whole life, kind of like me, you were getting paid twice a month, I still was kind of thinking of budgeting on a monthly basis. But breaking it down into these two week chunks can make it a lot easier 
and help you kind of wrap your mind around all this stuff. Even if you're someone who does get paid once a month, you can kind of manufacture your own two paycheck cycle on your own. So basically, when you get paid at the beginning, you can take half of that check, put it into your checking account and then take the other half and put it into a savings account and then just set up an automatic transfer that halfway through the month, it just throws that second half into your checking account and you can kind of create your own pay cycles to help you budget in chunks versus thinking of the whole month as one thing. These are just two kind of unique budgeting methods, budgeting techniques that I came across online. Shout out again to Money Under 30 for that article. Gave me a couple of really great ideas to talk to you about here. But I just want to get the thought process going for you. If you're someone who doesn't like budgeting, you've tried some other methods out there. Hopefully, maybe one of these two will either be something you want to try out or it just kind of inspires you to come up with your own hybrid of a bunch of different methods because there's no one way to do this. Thanks again to Allison for joining me. You can go check out all of her amazing work over at inspiredbudget.com. She has a great podcast and a brand new book that came out called Money Made Easy. If any of you out there listening right now are using a unique budgeting system that you want to share with me, please let me know. I always love hearing like people's approach to handling the way they budget their finances. Maybe there's something in there that we can all use. So if something comes in that looks interesting, I definitely will share it with all of you listening right now. You can DM me over on Instagram or TikTok with your ideas or just go to popcornfinance.com slash questions. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.